Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Thank God. Give honor to God, all the saints. Thank God for the privilege of prayer. Thank you, Mary God. Neal. Hi. Welcome. We're opening up with prayer. God, we give you thanks. We, we exalt your name. We thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. Thank you, God, that we can come together and put some praise down specifically. Uh, we're doing a specific prayer. Um, Regarding our judicial system, we're going to pray to stop corruption, and we're going to pray for healing for all those victimized by eugenics, any type of eugenics, whether it be V2K, um, cancer, infestations, whatever it may be, we bind that demon up in the name of Jesus. And we come together to just uh, say prayer warriors are needed. We come together to say that we know the Bible tells us and we stand on the Bible that God will make your enemies your footstool. And we're going to continue to put this demonic ploy to usurp authority demons do not have on earth. We're going to pray to put that thing under our feet. And we're going to stand on God's word that we are going to exercise the authority over demon forces that we are promised to have. God, we just thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. Thank you, God, for being able to come together. Thank you, God, that you brought us through another week, and we thank you, God, for the week we have coming before us, and we decree and declare that each and every person, listening, participant, downloader, will be blessed and highly favored in any type of demonic attack, target, um, ploy, will be bounced right off of them because the shields of the blood of Jesus Christ will cover them. God, we thank you, God, for that sacrifice on this cross, on that cross. We thank you, God, that we don't have to go out here and cut wolves and sheep and bears and make another sacrifice while these demons are selling their souls and sacrificing babies and children and, and, and giving them up to uh, their, their eagles and, and all kinds of things to have worldly power. We decree and declare that that stuff will be moot, will be null and void, will have no effect, that the blood of Jesus will rip it apart. We decree and declare that we will stand on God's word and we will continue to pray. We're going to pray until God turns things, and not until, we're going to just continue to pray. And in God's time, we know that we're going to see a change. We bind up every demon force trying to usurp the authority of our governance structures across this nation. We plead the blood of Jesus that every ritual they did, that every demonic uh, oath that they took will be voided out, that the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus breaks it all apart. The Bible tells us that earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and there is no power higher than the Most High God. 
God, we just praise you, exalt you, magnify your name. We thank you, God, for every rescue you brought us through. We thank you, God, for what the devil meant for bad that you're using for good. We thank you, God, for this sick program that these demons put together that you've allowed us to develop better relationship with you, God, that you gave us a prime chance to see your divine power in our lives. God, we thank you that we know that you're a healer, a provider, a deliverer, that you can turn things around. God, we thank you. We thank you, God, for your angelic forces. God, we thank you for every single person on this earth that's on the righteous side, that's doing their share to expose demon forces. We come before you, God, to exalt your name, to grow in your word, to become better warriors, to let the devil know that he can't play with us. We thank you, God, we're not the people we used to be, that we cannot be played with, tampered with, that we stand on a solid foundation knowing that God is all-sovereign, almighty. God, we thank you for giving us a chance to reach the assignment that you put on our lives. We thank you, God, that although we may not be where you want us to be, that we are on our way. And we give you praise and glory, and we thank you, God, for giving us chance after chance. Now, we still have a chance to make this, to reach that assignment that you created us for. We thank you, God. We praise you. We exalt you. And we ask you, God, to just go right through this particular community, that targeted individual community, God, and use each and every one of them to be the victors that you have created them to be, God, to let each one use that God-given skill that you've given them, God, to do great things on this earth, to let the devil know that he is a liar. God, I ask you for just special blessings here, God, in New York, where these demons are plotting and planning with un, just things that, that are unheard of. We decree and declare Jonathan Lippman, Boyd and Gray, Adam Urbanski, and every other demon force, the, the, the new guy that just got came down. God, thank you, God. Thank you, everything according to your time. Most importantly, God, we ask you, God, to let them know that you are all sovereign. Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, take over. Let them know. Bring them to a spirit of repentance, God. Use them, God, so that God's people can make sure that no demon force on this earth will ever be allowed to do the damage they have done. We thank you in advance, God, for shutting down every demonic ploy to have usurp authority over our governance structures, over our school system, our military, our hospitals. We thank you, God, that you're taking control back and that you're going to use that demon experience to make this nation a better nation than it's ever been before, that no demon from the pit of hell could ever do the damage that these demons do. God, we thank you. We praise you. We exalt your name. We thank you, God, that everything is in your time, that things are turning around, they're turning around, they're turning around. Ask you, God, to cover those people that are here tonight that are praying, God. Give them a special burst of energy, God, to continue to stand on your word. Bless our sister Amy that's getting hit with that V2K. Give her the strength, God, to block that stuff out. Give her the strength, God, to find the appropriate listening material to bind that demon up. 
Bless our sister Ann, God. Thank you, God, for all you've done for her, bringing her out that hospital. God, only you can do it. Thank you, God, for giving her the wisdom to see when that deaf demon was at her door to get out the way of that deaf demon. God, we just thank you and we praise you. We ask you, God, to bless our sister Lisa, her family, her children. Cover them with the blood. Cover my family. Cover Mary's family, Elka, Mytrice, Irene, and those who want to be here who cannot make it here, God. God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you, God, for using this, this, this sick program where you have to live every day watching your back, watching who, 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 who these people are sending. Watch where you eat. Watch what you eat because these demons are trying to take you out. You have to watch out for corrupt judges, systems that are being turned around. We bind it up in the name of Jesus, God. We call righteousness to reign across the judicial system, our executive branch and our legislative branch in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus on those branches. We plead the blood of Jesus to stop emergency uh, disaster planning by demons and planning the disabling of public protection offices. We bind that spirit up. We bind up the planning and the plotting. We We call exposure to it in the name of Jesus, that it will not come to pass. We bind up every demon trying to turn the United States into uh, uh, demon uh, uh, third world countries. We bind up every demon trying to bring their voodoo hoodoo into this country. We plead the blood of Jesus that it will have no effect on God's people. We ask you, God, to bless those countries who have suffered from a greedy, sick group of Satanists that have put that stuff in that country to cause nothing but ravage. We bind up the spirit of oppression, poverty, induced poverty, induced oppression, and we plead the blood of Jesus over peace, love, prosperity, good health, compassion, joy, and righteousness to reign across this nation. God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you, God, for the privilege of of coming together and being edified in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Anybody else wants to pray? But I just do want to say uh, we we do have a special guest, Miss Mary. I haven't heard from you. How are you? I have a, a prayer over the judiciary. I surely want you to be here for that. How are you doing, dear? I'm doing great, Miriam. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Do you hear me well, loud and clear? Yeah, you're coming in good. You know, I just did a radio show at uh, my Mary Loves Justice Prayer Hour. And, honey, when I play back that show, I can barely hear it. So I used the same phone, and I know it wasn't the phone. I knew that at first. But I just want a confirmation of it. So thank you. And God you know, bless God bless you and your uh, gathering here tonight. You know, I was delighted. I was honored. I was pleased to see your invitation tonight about your show. And um, have you been sending me invitations about other shows? Um. Yeah, but I my my invite list 
Girl, I gotta put you on uh, the talk show show. Yes, I, 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 you've been on my invite list. You haven't been getting them. No, ma'am. This is the first one I've gotten this year. So I don't know why they in hell decided to give me an invitation of this. One. I guess they were worried about what I would do next <laughs> after they had turned down the volume on my show so low. But uh, I'll show them what I'm going to do after one o'clock tomorrow. You know, the thing is that. Uh, they don't, you know, they're demons, I understand. They don't really understand Christians. They don't understand the peace that surpasses all understanding. And that's because they don't have that peace. And they can never have it because many of them are the spawns of uh, demons. And uh, we, we, we talked about that tonight. I'm not going to uh, interrupt your show, but I just want you to know that uh, we're dealing with the spawns of Satan's angels. They mm-hmm. uh, came and they made it with women, and they had children. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, these are these are giants among men. Mm-hmm. And yep, they're yep. giants of technology. They're giants of science and and theology and and all of those special disciplines. They're giants among men. They're not just gifted in those areas. They're they're giants in those areas. Mm-hmm. And they seek to dominate and control us who are the body of Christ because they want to upsert Jesus. And I'm so glad you're having this show tonight, Miriam. I'm so glad that the demons of hell decided I should join up with Christians tonight and, and just pray. And I pray for you. I want you ladies to pray for me because we're all in a battle and God has chosen us. Amen. To be in these last days. That's right. He tells us. You know, he could have put us in the 1800s, the 1900s. He put us in the last days because he knows that what he put in us was so strong and powerful that we were equal to the task. So I claim that demons in hell, I'm equal to the task. Amen. Uh, the Lord in me is bigger than the Lord in you. There's somebody bigger, ladies, than you and I. Thank you very much, Miriam. Okay, great to hear from you. Amen, amen, amen. And, um, okay, so, but let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. Amos 5.24, again. Let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream in Jesus' name. That's Amos 5.24. In the United States, judges are asked to set aside gender, racial prejudice, personal experience, and emotion when hearing a case and to look specifically at the law in making decisions. However, this is not reflected in today's court decisions. They are recreating and changing the meaning of the Constitution and our laws, which is a prime example of corruption that runs rampant through our judicial system. And that's exactly what demon forces do. They, um, they, they recreate, reverse, change the meaning. The Constitution comes from, all of the legal system comes from the, the, the courts of heaven. They got all of it from the Bible. That's law. The Bible is a book of law, history, literature, poetry, and prophecy. And they took the law part of it, and that's where the Constitution and the gov- our governance structures 
And that's why these demons are on our government structures to tear it apart because it's for their survival. They cannot survive unless they have hell on earth. And that's why God put us here to reverse the curse. What happened is the sin pot got full. My sin, your sin, the next one's sin, the sin pot got full. And they was like, hee-haw, the sin pot is full, and we can just we can just run amok across this earth. And God took a few of us and pulled us out. He said, no, 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 we need you on this side. So what the devil meant for bad, God will use for good. If you've been pulled out of that, that run amok, uh, spirit, because, uh, you know, that money changes people. I'm sure God lost a lot of his people because of that money. And sometimes God's got to strip us so that we can find out who is the real boss, because it means nothing to have all that money and die prematurely before God says it's your time. Hallelujah. I've never seen a hearse uh, with with the beautiful house and the Mercedes coming behind it. <laughs> you just can't take it with you. No, so, indeed. We just give God honor and praise that we may not understand it because I know they played with my money. I didn't understand. I was cross-sided for a minute, but I'm here to say, God, I had to find out there were things in life that meant much more than that. And I just thank you, God, for what the devil meant for bad you are using for good. So this is a prayer against corruption. And um, let's see. Uh, it goes into, oh, this isn't too long. Oh, okay. All right. It, uh, let's see. All right. First Amendment violations. More and more cases have been making headlines over the past few years regarding what is considered a violation of the church's right to free speech. Last year, a humanist group in Lake Ellisnoir, California, successfully halted the construction of a memorial to fallen soldiers depicting the cross on it in a city-owned baseball stadium, citing that it violated separation of church and state. This wrongly interpreted uh, part of the Constitution only aids the eroding of our nation's Christian principles, and when backed by judges who may possess anti-Christian biases, it makes it very dis- difficult to win these cases. In the United States, organizations such as the ACLU, which claims to be a nonpartisan interest group, they have a history of pushing homosexual agenda items <clears throat> into courtrooms, my God, <clears throat> bringing lawsuits and cases which challenge traditional marriage and family values. Oftentimes, the court rules in favor of these agendas, meanwhile costing believers and their businesses thousands of dollars in fees. Roe versus Wade, the Constitution clearly prohibits the state from depriving any person of life, liberty, or property. Justices recreated new precedents to include abortion within the parameters of privacy. Two Christian bakers in Oregon were recently convicted of violating civil rights of a gay couple when they declined to bake a cake for their wedding. Can you imagine? They were fined over $100,000 for their crime. Now, that's, you know, look, go to another place and get your cake. There have been recent cases of federal judges overruling state marriage laws by lifting bans on same-sex marriages. Although federal law is higher than state law, the fact that the majority of these state citizens favor biblical marriage 
demonstrates the unwillingness of many federal judges to respect state rights and legislation and instead favor ungodly agendas. Personal repentance. Father God, I ask that you would forgive me if I have in any way been unjust to other people. I also repent for any way that I have treated others wrongly because they have differing viewpoints or beliefs from my own. Help me to love all people regardless of their beliefs. Corporate repentance. Oh, God, we know how important justice is to your heart. On behalf of our nation, we repent for voting for unjust judges who rule according to personal opinion instead of moral truth. Forgive us for allowing corruption and injustice to provide to preside within our courts. By your justice, God, we ask that you would expose corruption in our judicial system and help us to stop it. We pray for our justices and judges to pursue righteousness that transcends earthly measures of justice, Proverbs 28.2. We pray for our lawmakers to create laws that would truly reflect divine truth and justice, Proverbs 29.18. We pray for the protection of godly people who are brought to court unjustly, Isaiah 41.10. We pray for ungodly agendas that are being advanced in the judicial system to be completely defeated, Ecclesiastics 12.14. We pray that God would expose all corruption in the judicial system, Ephesians 5.13. Act. Is the Lord calling you to be part of the lawmaking or judicial process? Get started. Stand against community initiatives such as uh, non- or such as ordinances that are not fair, which force endorsement of immoral activity and create avenues for frivolous lawsuits against Christians. Take an active role in the lawmaking process by running for local school board, city council, county commission, state legislature, or other local office. Lend a hand to those who are targeted, wow, by corrupt lawsuits or civil complaints. God, we thank you for this prayer, God, Heavenly Father, on ending judicial corruption, a prayer, God, against judicial corruption. And we thank you, God, that in your time, when your people come together and do what you have directed them to do, that this stuff, this judicial corruption will be stopped. We plead the blood of Jesus that every demon trying to usurp authority up in the judiciary will be exposed and will be taken out. We decree it, we declare it, and we plead the blood of Jesus on each and every state, federal, county, judicial system. In Jesus' name, amen. Amy, prayer for healing. And my mom's shoulder and anybody else that's not feeling too well, I have um, a prayer for healing here. Um, Let's see. A powerful prayer for healing. Let's see. Jesus, we come to thee. With just one touch from your almighty creative hand, you have healed the sick and raised the dead. How amazing is your lordship over all the earth. How powerful is your redeeming love. How great was your sacrifice to go before us and bring forgiveness and hope. By your stripes, I ask for healing. By your strips, I ask for healing. Standing within your reign and rule, I ask for restoration. 
May life and wellness grow in fullness until it overflows. Amen, amen, and amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in time of need, we humbly beseech thee to behold, visit, and relieve the sick, each and every targeted individual that needs your healing, God. We ask you, God, to touch them. We ask you, those who have arthritis, who have pains, we bind up demon forces that are being put in people's bodies, whether it be a chip, a disc, whatever it is they're doing, to turn people around, to turn the, the, the psychotic behavior modification. God, we ask you to behavior modify every demon so that their behavior shows that they have learned their lesson that God is all sovereign. Turn them around in the name of Jesus. For whom our prayers are desired, God, we look upon you with the eyes, look upon him with the eyes of thy mercy, comfort, comfort him with the sense of thy goodness. Preserve him from temptations of the enemy and give him patience under his affliction. In thy good time, restore him to health, her, restore her to health, and enable her to lead the re- residue of her life in thy glory. And to glorify thy name and grant that finally she may dwell with thee in life everlasting through Jesus Christ our Lord. One more prayer for healing and comfort. Oh, Lord, only you know how hard life has been for targeted individuals. Mm. Only you have seen this sick program. Only you have seen each moment of our days and nights. Only you feel our pain and understand our discomfort. Only you beside us. Only you are beside us through our grief and sorrow. Only you have been within each moment to comfort us. Oh, Lord, break through the loneliness of our suffering. You have encountered sorrow and laid a glorious path of hope, healing, and the promise of heaven in our hearts. God, we come before you to touch those that are hurting. Touch those, God, that need a way open. Open up the windows of heaven, God. God, give them the spirit to understand that everything is in God's time. Lord knows that devil tried to play with me. I've been reporting a sick, the sick New York State judge who's just, he's in so many conflict of interest, activities, and deadly eugenics, and I just had to be patient It's over 10 years, and I've suffered. I've suffered by being in this program, but I give God the praise and the glory that that suffering has taught me things that I would never know had I not gone through this experience. And I'm here to testify that God can turn things around. And I know that I decree it, I declare it, that things are going to turn around. The wealth of the riches is going to be reversed to the people. But he's not giving us uh, wealth and riches to be part of the, the gallivant across the earth and do the stupid things that these demons are doing. We need homes. We need we need places for people that are being torn apart. We need schools. We need schools, number one. We need education. We need law schools independent from the Bar Association. So, God, we give you praise and glory that sovereign schools are opening up, that human rights lawyers, not attorneys, lawyers, are being planted across this earth, that they're going to take 
receive knowledge and run and stay in that library and teach some judges a few things. And we come together, God, to say thank you. And we thank you, God, for the, the population of people that you're using to create the materials needed to break up chips, to dismantle um, implants. We thank you, God, for giving that, that, that population of people the spirit, the will, the knowledge, and the know-how to reverse eugenics, to turn scientific obstructions upside down, to breed healing across this earth. God, we thank you. We praise you. We thank you, God, because we know it's coming. We lift you high. We glorify your name in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Okay, anybody else want to pray? Yes, I would like to pray. Hello, everyone. Hi, who's this? This is Leona. I'm in Nevada. I have a New York number, but I'm in Nevada. And I like to pray. How you doing, everybody? Fine. Did Lisa... Lisa invite you? No, I just happened in, I was on my knees praying at, in my pr- place because I pray all the time. And the Holy Ghost told me it was a um, prayer line going on, on a, a talk show. So that's how I got on. Oh, mm-hmm. wonderful. Okay. Yeah. All right, well. God, thank you. God bless everybody on the prayer line because, you know what, we are in a battle with these spiritual mm. warfare. But you know what, we, are, we already have the victory through the blood of Jesus. So, you know, we know Satan is a liar. We know he's a liar. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I come in his name and I plead the blood of Jesus over every, everything that we say and do. And Satan knows that when you know who you belong to, he got to back off. He better back off quick because he know I know who I belong to and who belongs to me. And I give him the Father the glory, and I give him the praises. Blessed is the father of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the father of the, the only true living father, the, the most high, the great I am, that brings forth abundance of life and love and happiness, grace and healing powers and salvation, prosperity. Father, today you said, you always said in, in Matthews eighteen nineteen. If two or three come together, believing and touching anything on this earth, that you, Father God, our prayers are already granted. And, Father, I'm going to bind some of these demonic spirits that's been released on this earth and and, um, in America. And this demonic spirit that got Satan kicked out of the heavens and the third of the angels, this spirit of pride is out here, and it's horrible. And this spirit of um, jealousy in the spirit of um, hatred, I come in the name of Jesus, and I bind these dirty spirits. I bind Amen. the spirits of homosexuality because it's out here, and it's like a blanket over the earth. But see, Father God, once we come to the agreement with you, we know that whatever this is that the devil thinks he's going to do, uh-uh, he can't do it. Because we come Amen. into agreement and touching and believing everything that Jesus did on the cross when he said he was finished. We're going to bind the spirit of lesbianness. This lesbians all over the place is just getting filthy about a minute. 
all infection, suicide spirit. This suicide spirit is out here, Father. This murdering spirit, hatred for mankind is out here. We're going to bind these demonic spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. We're going to bind all diseases. They got the nerve to have um, chicken pops and, and measles coming back with a vengeance. We binding these spirits in the mighty name of Christ Jesus. The blood. We're gonna bind the spirits of Ebola. Demonic um nightmares that the devil um uh, got the audacity to think that he's gonna come up against your children. See, we know who we belong to. And that's why we come together in prayer in Jesus' name. I'm binding all of these spirits of this pedophile spirit that's out here that is horrible. These people with all this money. They ain't got nothing else to do with that money but doing some filthy stuff like this, Father God. We're going to bind this spirit of pedophiles, men and women, all double-minded spirits, homelessness that's out here is horrible. America is supposed to be the richest country practically in the world. And look, they got more homeless people. They got more um, uh, mental illness people. They got more, you name it, it's here in America. And I'm buying these spirits in the mighty name of Christ Jesus. We are coming together in agreement. We're binding the spirit, this lustful spirit in Jesus' name. Voodoo, witchcraft, black magic, white magic, demons, warlocks. See, Satan got children. And he trained them pretty good. But Father mm-hmm. God, we don't have mm-hmm. to fight. This is your fight. See, they got to fight for the devil. But once no, we right. know who we belong to, God, glory, hallelujah, you fight our battles because this is your fight. And I know the devil don't want to come up against you. He know what you're about, Father. We're going to bind all of these traps and loopholes, obstacles, this filthy pornography that's out here that's filthy. It's everywhere. It's in the church. It's everywhere. We're going to bind mm-hmm. this lying spirit, this whispering spirit that the devil come and whisper in our ears and tell us lies about you, Father God. We come into mm-hmm. agreement with you, Father. We bless your name. We're going to bind every demonic child. In the name of Jesus Christ, that the devil got working for him. But they don't want to come up against a child, a true child of the most highest. You see, they don't want to come up against us. They know already. They have been defeated in Jesus' name. We're going to bind these familiar spirits, sorcery. The Ouija board even came, made a play back in this this earth. They they opened up these portals. That's what's going on. And these demonic Mm -hmm. things are coming out. But see, we're going to put them back in in Jesus' name. We're going to close up every portal, every child of Satan's. We're going to close them up. We're going to, we under, listen, they underneath our feet, Father God, because you said in Luke 10, 19, behold, I give you the authority to trample on the serpents, the scorpions, and over all the power. You ain't say some of the power. You said all the power over the enemy. And Father God, you said nothing by no means will harm us. And that's what we're going to stand on. You said in Luke 10, 19, behold, you said the same thing. You said in Revelation 12, 11, that we overcome Satan by the, by the blood of the lamb, by the words of our testimonies, and we love not our life into the death. See, that's a Christian that Satan don't want to have nothing to do with because they, he knows to the death. See, we, we love not our life into the death, so we let him know. Listen, what you got? Because nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus. Nothing can separate us. Because if death can't do it, nothing else can do it. And we are serving Satan a notice. We all come in agreement. 
We serve whatever contracts he got against us and our families, whatever trickery, whatever assignments, any plot or um, controlling schemes has been canceled and returned to the sender back into the pits of hell which it came from. Satan, you have been eliminated, canceled and void, expelled, terminated and fired. We, you have been rejected. You've been knocked out and beat down. Cut off and cut down. Exposed. See, we know your trickery. You've been exposed, but you know what? You already know that you ain't going to win a thing because you've already been defeated by the blood of Jesus 2,000 years ago, by his precious blood 2,000 years ago. We done closed up all your portals. We done closed up your tunnels, your plots and your gateways, your, any kind of schemes you try to come in through. We close you up. In Jesus' name, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ. We do not care what you're trying to do. We call on the name above every name, and we give you the glory, Father God. We give you the glory, and we thank you so much. Because you say in Psalms 50, 15, and come, and come upon me in the days of trouble. Call upon me in the days of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. That's what you said. And you said, who? He who dwells in that secret place of the Most High abides under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say unto the Lord, he is my refuge, he's my fortress, and he is my God that I will trust. We trust you, Father. We trust you. And I just give you the glory. We just praise you. We just glorify you because you are the Most High. Jesus' blood has already defeated Satan for eternity. And we know that Satan is under our feet. And he knows it. But we give you the glory, we praise you, we thank you, we love you. Thank you, Father, and bless everybody on this prayer line. Everybody. The Holy Ghost is our teacher. He's our counselor. He's our counselor. He's our protector. He's our provider. And he's our, he, he, he's, he, he does it all. That's how I got on the phone line. I have finished praying, and he said, there's a prayer line going on. You will like it, so get on it. Glory, hallelujah. Thank, thank you. Thank Sister, you, y'all blessed, be blessed. Be Thank blessed. you. Thank you. What a beautiful <laughs> prayer. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. God bless you. God, we just thank you. We just Lord. thank you, God, that, you know, we have all kind of prayer warriors because prayer warriors are needed. And we thank you for that affirmation from that that sister God that of our power over demon forces. And I Hello. thank you and I praise you, God, because your word tells us that, God, that we are children from you and you are the most high God. God, we thank you. Just some scriptures to keep people strong, scriptures affirming our power over demons. And just don't forget it. I don't care how bad that demon try to make things look. Remember, it's a test. God is there. We have to pass the test, and we have to have patience. We're going to see things turn around. I believe it. I decree it. I know it. The word of God tells us that God will make your enemies your footstool. He's not Amen. just going to do it to you cute. We have to do our share. We have to walk with him. We have to talk with him. We have to, we have to, under, we have to get in touch with the purpose that he put us on this earth for. So, God, I ask you to just line us up, each one of us, God. You've given each one of us a unique purpose on this earth. And Heavenly Father, I ask you to line us up so we can be on our job according to your will. I, I thank you, God, for these scriptures affirming our power over demons. 
I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. The sister just read that. Luke 10, 19. Romans 16, 20. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace Amen. of our Lord Jesus be with you. Romans 8, 37 to 39. No. In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. James 4, 7, submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Ephesians 2, 6, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 6.11, put on the full arm of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's scheme. Oh, that goes to all of us. Again, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's scheme. And that's that to take your stand. Nobody, that means each one of us have a stand. Amen. First John 3, 8, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. Mark 6, 7, calling the twelve to him, he sent them out two by two, and he gave them authority over evil spirits. Luke 10, 17, the 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. Wow. That means a lot can be done, a lot can be done in the name of Jesus, God. We're calling on change. We're calling on a reversal, God, reversing reversing curses, God, turning them to blessings, turning them into blessings, letting God, after you bless one person, that you bless the next one, that they can bless the next one and the next one, God. God, pray that you're turning things around. Matthew sixteen nineteen. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Matthew twenty eight eighteen. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go. Go and bring souls in. John fourteen twelve. I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me, will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. So that God us that Jesus did some great things. He was on this earth. He was healing people. He was praying. He was turning things around. He was breaking up the gangsters, breaking up corruption. And God, we thank you for that Jesus spirit that you've put people on this earth to continue to do as the word says, God, uh, greater things. You know, the word says you expect greater things. Jesus was great, and God, you sent him, and, and you sent us. And the word of God says the expectation of greater things. So tonight we're, we're doing an outline on the book of Luke because we're studying the Gospels and the life of Christ. And um, this is uh, just a, a, an overview. Um, we've learned that all of the new te- the, the four books in the New Testament, Luke, John, Matthew, Mark, uh, basically all of them describe uh, the encountering each one of these people had with Jesus Christ. So they, they write a summary 
Um, Luke is a little different. His perspective, he des- he describes God as a uh, the son of man. He, in his interpretation of the relationship and life of Jesus Christ, he put, put uh, he projects he presents uh, Jesus as a very human person, and um, he'll take a summary of the book of Luke. This is a scriptural outline. In the first chapter, we'll see Luke gives the introduction of the Son of Man. He goes into the purpose and method of Luke's gospel. He goes into the events preceding Christ's birth, and he goes into the events accompanying Christ's birth. And that's all in Luke 1. The birth of John the Baptist is also discussed there. In Luke 2, the next chapter, goes into the birth of Jesus Christ. It goes into the events during Christ's childhood. He talks also about when Jesus returns to Nazareth. He talks about Jesus celebrates the Passover. Jesus grows in wisdom. That's all Luke 2. Then in Luke 3, it goes into the events preceding Christ's presentation. In Luke 3, we'll find the ministry of John the Baptist, the baptism of Christ, the genealogy of Christ through Mary. Um, Mark uh, does uh, the genealogy through, uh, I think it was Joseph, but Luke, he he does the genealogy through Mary. And then also, and then it goes into Luke 4, that's where the temptation of Christ is discussed. Then we have in Luke 4, the ministry of the Son of Man, the presentation of Christ, the acceptance throughout Galilee, and the rejection at Nazareth. That's all in Luke 4. And also in Luke 4, we have the demonstration of Christ's powers. In Luke 4, we have Jesus, the demons are casted out. Peter's mother-in-law is healed in Luke, this is all chapter 4. Jesus ministers throughout Galilee. Then we go to chapter 5. We have the first disciples that are called. A leopard is cleansed in this chapter. Then we have a paralytic is healed. And don't you know, in my study of these demons that are trying to usurp authority um, in government structures, particularly these demons here in New York, they got the judiciary, the head in the judiciary, the New York State Chief Judge, Chief uh, Top Satanist. Um, In my studies of them, Everything that was done in the Bible, this is what they're doing. They have the par- they, they've got the paralytic. Uh, um, uh, they can put stuff in your drink or food. They have the lepers. Everything these demons do is aligned to uh, biblical teaching. It's a reversal of, of biblical teaching. So, I mean, they're not randomly doing things. These are Satanists. Okay, so <clears throat> back to the book of Luke. Luke, uh, in Luke 5, we see the leper is cleansed, the paralytic is healed, and Matthew is called. And then we have the explanation of Christ's program in Luke 5, where Jesus teaches the Pharisees. Then in Luke 6, Jesus teaches the disciples. Then we have Luke, it goes, Luke is 9, the rejection of the Son of Man, the increasing opposition to Christ. Samaria rejects Christ. This is all Luke 9. True cost of discipleship. is uh, 70 disciples are sent out. The lawyer tests Christ, Luke 10. Mary and Martha are contrasted, Luke 10. Christ teaches on prayer, Luke 11. 
Christ is rejected by the religious leaders. Christ's leaders are rejected by Christ. Religious leaders are rejected by Christ. That's Luke 11. Then in Luke 12, we see the instruction in view of Christ's rejection. Christ warns about hypocrisy. He warns about covetousness. He warns about the second coming. In Luke 12, he warns of the cost of discipleship. He warns of not discerning the time. In 13, he teaches on repentance. In Luke 13, he teaches on, well, he heals a crippled woman. Then he teaches on the kingdom of heaven, and uh, he mourns over Jerusalem. Then in Luke 14, we have Christ teaches the Pharisees, Christ teaches the disciples. Luke 15, Christ teaches on repentance, he teaches on stewardship, and he teaches on... uh, All right, Christ cleanses the ten lepers, uh, Luke 17. He teaches on the second coming, he teaches on prayer, he blesses the children in Luke 18, he teaches on sacrifice, Uh, Luke 18, he foretells his death and resurrection. And then Christ heals Barimaeus in Luke 18. Christ abides with Zacchaeus in Luke 19. Christ gives the parable of the ten minions, like Luke 19. And uh, in fact, I'm going to go over that later because I, I want to go over the parable of the ten minions. I will do that after. Um, and then now part four, the crucifixion and resurrection of the Son of Man. This is in Luke 19 to 24. Uh, in Luke 19, you will, you will see the last week of Christ is discussed. Sunday, the triumphal entry. Monday, cleansing the temple. Tuesday, public ministry. Thursday, Passover and arrest. Friday, trials and crucifixion. And Saturday, he was in the grave. And then the authentication of Christ is discussed in Luke 24. That is the resurrection. Christ appears on the road to Emmaus, and Christ appears to the 11. That is in Luke 24. So that's just an outline of some of those chapters. Mm -hmm. Christ of Luke. How is Christ projected in the book of Luke? The humanity and compassion of Jesus are repeatedly stressed in Luke's gospel. Luke gives the most complete account of Christ's ancestry, birth, and development. He is the ideal son of man who identified with the sorrow and plight of sinful men in order to carry out sorrows and offer us the priceless gift of salvation. Jesus alone fulfills the Greek ideal of human perfection. What are the keys? in the book of Luke, the key issues, the key words. The key words, Jesus, the Son of Man. Luke clearly states his purpose in the prologue of his gospel, to write to you an orderly account that you may know the the certainty of those things which you were instructed, Luke 1, 3, 4. Luke wanted to create an accurate, chronological, and comprehensive account of the unique, unique life of Jesus Christ to strengthen the faith of Gentile believers and stimulate saving faith among non-believers. Luke also had another purpose, and that was to show that Christ was not only divine but also human. Luke portrays Christ in his fullest humanity by devoting more of his writing to Christ's feelings and humanity 
than any other gospel. Some of the key verses, Luke 1, 3, 4, and the key chapters, Luke 15. In Luke 15, he captured the three parables of the lost sheep, the lost cane, and the lost son is the crux of this gospel, that God through Christ has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Luke builds the gospel narrative on the platform of historical reliability. His emphasis is on chronological and historical accuracy, making this book the most comprehensive of the four gospels. This is also the longest and most literary gospel, and it presents Jesus Christ as the perfect man who came to seek and to save sinful men. This book can be divided into four sections. We have the introduction of the Son of Man, and that's Luke 1 through 4. Then we have the ministry of the Son of Man, Luke 4 through 9. You have the rejection of the Son of Man, Luke 9 through 19. Then we have the crucifixion and resurrection of the Son of Man, and that's Luke 19 to 28. The introduction of the Son of Man, Luke 1 through 4. Luke places a strong emphasis on the ancestry, the birth, and early years of the perfect man and his forerunner, John the Baptist. Their infancy stories are intertwined as Luke records their birth announcements, the advent, and the temple presentation. Jesus prepares over 30 years, uh, over 30 years summarized in one verse, Luke 2.52. He prepares for a public ministry of only three years. The ancestry of the Son of Man is traced back to the first man, Adam, and his ministry commences after his baptism and temptation. The second part of Luke is the ministry of the Son of Man, Luke 4 through 9. The authority of the Son of Man over every realm is demonstrated in Mark 4 through 14 and 6 through 49. But in this section, Luke, his authority over demons, disease, nature of the effect of sin, tradition, and all people is presented as prelude to, to, to his diverse ministry of preaching, healing, and discipling. Luke 7 through 9. The rejection of the Son of Man is Luke 9 through 19. Those are long chapters to be have all that rejection. The summary of those chapters, the dual response of growing belief and growing rejection has already been introduced in the Gospel, Luke 4.14. But from this time forward, the intensity of opposition to the ministry of the Son of Man increases. When the religious leaders accuse him of being demonized, Jesus pronounces a series of divine woes upon them, knowing that he is on his last journey to Jerusalem. Jesus instructs his disciples on a number of practical matters, including prayer, covetousness, faithfulness, repentance, humility, discipleship, evangelism, money, forgiveness, service, thankfulness, the second advent, and salvation. That is the third part and the fourth part is the crucifixion and the resurrection of the Son of Man, Luke 19 to 24. After his triumphant entry into Jerusalem, Jesus encounters the opposition of the priests, the Sadducees, and the scribes and predicts the overthrow of Jerusalem. The Son of Man instructs his disciples for the last time before his betrayal in Gethsemane. The three religious and three civil trials culminate in his crucifixion. The glory and foundation of the Christian message is the historical resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Lord conquers the grave as he has promised and appears 
on a number of occasions to his disciples before his ascension to the Father. Luke, the son of man among men. The Gospel of Luke is the longest book of the New Testament and of the four Gospels. It gives the most comprehensive picture of the life and ministry of Christ. After one has completed a study of Matthew and Mark, the pages of Luke's Gospel are warm and vibrant invitation to walk over new paths. Luke and John are the two gospel writers who state in the biblical text something of their purpose in writing. Luke, writing to his friend Theophilus, puts it this way. It seems fitting for me as well to write it out for you in consecutive order so that you might know the exact truth about the things you have been taught. So as Luke was inspired to write his account, the content he had in mind was the exact truth, and the form he had in mind was consecutive order. He was not implying that the accounts of the gospel story written by other authors were inadequate or deficient, but rather that he was also led to write an account of the kind identified by his words of purpose. Thus, his reporting inspired by the Holy Spirit became part of the 27-book New Testament canon. All and analytical studies of the Bible text involves what the Bible says, the content, and how it says it, and the form. Our survey of this third gospel, Luke, will focus, therefore, on both of the following, which Luke had in mind as he wrote, the content of the exact truth and the form of consecutive orderliness. And that just means Luke, when he was writing that book, he was focusing on uh, chrono, 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 oh, chronology, the order, which means more like the, the timeline. And he was also trying to get the, and he put it as best he could, the exact truth. Background. This gospel was inspired and written according to divine design and schedule, eventually to be listed as the 42nd book of the 66 books in the Bible. The man Luke, a little bit about him. His birth and early life, Luke was born of Greek parents, a heritage that made him probably the only Gentile writer of the New Testament. He was born about the same time as Jesus and Paul. Two possible birthplaces are Antioch or Syria, Antioch of Syria, and Philippi of Macedonia. His parents gave him the name Lucas, a shortened form of the Roman name Lucanus. He studied for the medical profession. And this advanced education might have been received at either Athens or Tarsus. From the content and style of his books, we may speculate that history and literature were two of his favorite subjects. Conversion. Luke was not a disciple of Jesus during Jesus' earthly ministry. While living in Antioch, he may have been converted under the ministry of Paul, such as referred to in Acts 11.25 his profession and ministry. Luke was a man of various talents and callings. He was a physician. Luke, the beloved physician, Colossians 4.14. If he studied medicine at the university in Tarsus, then he and Paul may have first met at the university because it's very possible that Paul studied there, his hometown school. Luke was also a historian. His, his, his interest in history is shown by the many historical datelines cited in the Gospels. He was also a writer. 
Luke's gospel is considered by many to be a literary masterpiece. It reveals a highly trained composer who had a very large vocabulary, vivid historical outlook, and gift of communication. The combination of Luke's gospel and Acts makes Luke the writer of more content of the New Testament than any other author except Paul. He was also an evangelist and pastor. He was Paul's co-laborer on the apostles' missionary journeys, remaining with him until Paul's death. Apparently, Luke never married. Mm, That was strange. Luke's character, Luke's writing service, character prints. What he included and emphasized in his gospel and acts reveals much about what kind of man he was. We see him as kind, humble, joyful, bright, pious, and gentle. He had a keen sense of the might, justice, and holiness of God. He was surely a man of prayer because he reported praise and intercession often in his writings. For example, read the songs recorded at Luke 146. Mary, uh, Zacharias, uh, he talks about angels. Also, Luke's Gospels refer to the prayers of Jesus more than Matthew and Mark, and they contain three parables on prayer not found in the other Gospels. Luke was also a man of love and sympathy for the underprivileged and those of humble estate, for women, for children, the poor, and for the outcasts, such as the Samaritans. He was truly a saint who identified himself with needy humankind. Thus, he was the very appropriate divine choice as the writer of the Gospel of the Son of Man among men, his death. One tradition says Luke died as a martyr in Greece, according to the anti Okay, written around A.D. 170 at the age of 84, they said he fell asleep in Boeotia, full of the Holy Spirit. Authorship, the author of this third gospel is nowhere named in the book, but, but tradition and internal evidence strongly support Lucan authorship. Concerning tradition, a man of God observes at no time were doubts raised regarding the attribution to Luke, and certainly no alternatives were mooted. The tradition could hardly be stronger. The same author wrote both Luke and Acts. Compare Luke 1, 1 through 4, and Acts 1. The internal evidence of Acts points to Luke as its author, and this evidence in turn supports the accepted Lucan authorship of the third gospel. Place and date of writing. The place of writing is unknown. It could have been Caesarea or Rome. Luke wrote his gospel around A.D. 60, not much earlier than writing Acts, A.D. 61. Read Acts 1.1 for Dr. Luke's reference to the gospel as the first account. Sources of information. Luke had access to other early written records of life and ministry of Jesus. He also interviewed many people who had been eyewitnesses of the events of Jesus. While Paul was in prison at Caesarea before his voyage to Rome, Luke had ample opportunity for such interviewing in the cities of Palestine. Paul himself, though not an eyewitness, must have had some influence on Luke's production of the gospel. Somebody's got the background noise. Uh, yeah, you might want to hit star six. I don't know if you're typing or what, but the background noise coming up. 
Okay, we were at, okay, genealogies is discussed in Luke. Luke, Luke lists, gives the real descent of Jesus, which can only be through Mary. Hello. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear can you. you. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting muted, but okay. Long as I hope everybody can hear me. Let me see. Testing. Yeah, I see on the board it looks like. Yeah, okay. All right. Almost done. We're doing all about Luke, the book of Luke. Um, I found it so interesting. All right, genealogies of Christ. Luke, right? Luke gives the um, the genealogy when he talks about Christ. He gives it through uh, Mary. Jesus being physically conceived of the Holy Ghost, not of Joseph. This is Mary's genealogy. Matthew, though, check out Matthew. Matthew does it different. In the book of Matthew, they give the legal descent of Jesus, and they bring that through Joseph. That's called Joseph's genealogy. Uh, Then they give a, a chart, and they compare Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. As noted earlier, Luke states his purpose in Luke 1, verses 1 to 4 which is to write a consecutive chronological account of the full and exact truth of Jesus' ministry. Also, because there are four Gospels instead of one, we may conclude that the Gospel of Luke is intended to complement the other three Gospels by telling the story of Jesus from a different angle and and for a different viewer. When we look at the four Gospels, which are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we find there are a few similarities and differences. In in essence, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all of those chapters are basically focused on the life of Jesus Christ, the life and history. So you have the uh, story told by Matthew, Jesus' ministry, they witness his life. Matthew tells his story, Mark tells his story, Luke tells his story, and John. And when you compare how each of them go into the life and the history and the ministry of Jesus, we find Matthew uh, talks about Jesus as king of Israel. Mark talks about Jesus as the servant of the Lord. Luke, which we did tonight, Luke talked about Jesus as the son of man. When we do John, we'll see that John describes Jesus as the son of God. Uh, Matthew wrote his book for the Jewish population at that time. Mark wrote it for the Roman population. Luke wrote it for the Greek population. And John wrote it for the world. And then we have the prominent ideas. The main idea in Matthew is it focuses on Jesus' life and it focuses on law. The main idea uh, in Mark is on power. The main idea in Luke is on grace. 
the humanitarian approach. And John, uh, when he talks about Jesus, his main idea is glory. The theme of Luke concerns Jesus, the Nazarene who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word in the sight of God and all the people. Luke presents Jesus as the son of man among men, the perfect God, man, the perfect God-man, who alone offers to all nations the salvation of God. He emphasizes universality of salvation, and the word faith appears more often in his gospel. Some of the prominent subjects in Luke, the subjects are identified uh, in Luke because of their prominence. They, they reveal something about that gospel theme. Uh, the main things in Luke, the perfect humanity of Christ. Luke focuses on um, the Jesus Christ humanism. His, his, you know, he was so graceful, so, so easily to, um, from Luke's perspective, he gives, uh, he, you know, presents Christ as a very human, humanistic person. Luke presents Jesus as son of God, but he shows him especially as son of man. This gospel is the fullest account of the birth, childhood, domestic, and social life of Jesus. It underscores his human feelings. Many of his social contacts are reported. For example, with Simon, with Martha and Mary, with the Pharisees. Prayers of Jesus are prominent throughout the book, which, which again emphasizes his humanity. In the four gospels, 15 occasions of Christ praying are reported. 11 of which are found in Luke. Much teaching about prayer also is given in the, in, this, in the book of Luke. The genealogy of Jesus as recorded by Luke also identifies Jesus intimately with the human race by tracking the descendants back to Adam. And then uh, in Luke we have a lot of praise and thanksgiving. If we recall, recall from earlier observation of praise at the beginning and end of his book, uh, the following uh, praises, the following passages are found only in Luke, which are the source of great hymns of the church. Many churches uh, got their songs out of the book of Luke, uh, which focus uh, on the, the gospel of praise. We have Ave Maria, Luke one twenty eight, Magnificat, Luke one forty six, Benedictus, Luke one sixty eight, Glorious in Excellus, Luke two fourteen, and Nunc Nunc Dimittis, Luke two twenty nine. Uh, the reference to men glorifying God in these passages—that—that's what they, they refer also to an exhaustive concordance and observe how often the word blessed appears throughout this gospel, the historical perspective. The factual basis of the gospel is underscored by the inclusion of many references to dates and secular rulers. Also, the organization of the book has a historical perspective. For example, Luke begins his gospel as one might expect a historian to do by describing background and preliminary events first. He leads up to the great event, the coming of Jesus. The direct reference to Jesus is not made until verse 31 of chapter 1. For the first 30 verses, Luke is setting the stage, and then bursting forth in their glory appear the beautiful words, You will bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. The related ministries of John the Baptist is also discussed, and Jesus. The section, Luke 1, 
one through four is called preparation. Two preparations are meant by this. The preparation of the people through the ministry of John the Baptist and the preparation of Jesus for the public ministry. Okay. Yeah, they, so that, that just means Luke goes into two different uh, preparations uh, in Luke 1. Uh, what is that? Yeah, Luke 1 and Luke, to Luke 4.13. Preparation of the people, the announcement of John's coming, the birth of John, the infant John is presented to the temple, maturing years of John, and John preaching in the wilderness. And then uh, we have preparation of Jesus. We have announcement of Jesus that's discussed in there, birth of Jesus, the infant Jesus is presented in the temple. And we have the maturing years of Jesus, the baptism of Jesus, and the temptations of Jesus. We have both of that in Luke for John the Baptist and Jesus. They were both preparing the people. One of Luke's reasons for interviewing the stories of, for interweaving, excuse me, the stories of John and Jesus is to magnify Jesus. For example, in the first two chapters of Luke, we read how John came on the scene first, followed by Jesus. People rejoiced when John was born as well as when Jesus was born. However, everything about the narrative spotlights Jesus as the main person, the source of all blessings. Further in their public ministry, John comes on the scene first, followed by Jesus. Here John can speak for himself, and what he has to say focuses all attention to the one whom he precedes, because he speaks this way of Christ. He who is mightier than I is coming, and I am not fit to untie the throng of his sandals, Luke 3.16. Jesus' baptism and temptations are reported by Matthew, Mark, and Luke. We have the Christmas story in Luke 2, 1-20. This particular reporting of Jesus' birthday appears only in Luke's gospel. The beauty of the narrative is unsurpassed in all of literature. We have identification by miracles in Luke 4 through 9. One way Jesus identified himself was by miracles. The miracles demonstrated his power and in particular his deity. Miracles are reported in his gospel, six which are not in the other gospels. We have instruction by parables. In four gospel accounts, 35 parables are recorded. So that means in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we have 35 parables, 35 stories. But 19 of these parables are unique to Luke's account. Jesus' favorite method of teaching was by parable. Luke records a group of six parables in Luke 15 to 17. Then we have kingdom teaching in Luke 17 through 29. One of the important subjects of Jesus' teaching was that of the kingdom. Jesus knew as the prophets had taught, that in the end times he would be sitting on the David's throne. That was the kingdom especially oriented to Israel, according to covenant promises. But Jesus had in mind now a larger kingdom, as large and universal as the gospel itself existing right now. The kingdom of God is within you, is what he said. Then they, in Luke, we, he talks about the great sacrifice. At Luke 22.1, he begins his account of the darkest episode of Jesus' life. He tells of the satanic plot to betray Jesus. Luke 22.1-6, the sad last hours of Jesus with his disciples. 
Luke 22, 7-46. The cruel scorn hurled against him by the religious leaders and the mobs that they incited. The agony of scourging and crucifixion. Luke 23, 26-56. Then the climax, the grand miracle. The tone of praise and blessing that pervades the first chapter of Luke reappears now at the last chapter. From the chamber of the empty tomb, the triumphant message echoes forth in matchless glory. He is not here, but he has risen, Luke 24, 6. When Luke wrote his narrative, about 30 years had transpired since Jesus' resurrection, but the glory of the event had not subsided. Read the last four verses of Luke's gospel, and you will be convinced that intense joy must have filled his heart as he laid down his pen in completion of his writing task. Could any book close on a more triumphant note? Other prominent subjects of Luke, the work of Christ in redemption, the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is referred to more in Luke than in Matthew and Mark combined. Uh, Christ's ministry to the Gentiles, various identifications of Jesus, the needs of the humble estate. The Emus story, two disciples were on the road to Emus when Jesus, though not recognized, walked with them and talked with them as they traveled. It was only in the breaking of the bread at supper time that they recognized him. Medical overtones, their medical terms and descriptions with medical interests which support authorship by a physician. Angels, the man of God writes, they're more glimpse of the unseen world than there is in any other gospel. He resounds with angel songs and with the music of their wings. Short passages found in Luke only, Christ weeping over Jerusalem, the sweat at Gethsemane, mercy to the thief on the cross, Luke 23:40. Christ's words, the words of Christ are prominent in Luke's gospel. About half of the account's verses are Christ's words. 50 586 is among Christ's words, 1,150 verses. Luke's identification of Jesus, he shall be called the Son of God. Thou art my beloved Son, this is my beloved Son, blessed be the King, the Lord is risen indeed. And that is, that's our basic summary, the gospel and life of Christ according to the book of Luke. I have a short little quiz. Lisa, Lisa just got dropped. Okay. Um, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll move along and we'll um, just go over some of the material. The Gospel of Luke gives the most complete account of Christ's ancestry, birth, and development. True or false? The Gospel of Luke gives the most complete account of Christ's ancestry, birth, and development. And most complete means uh, more complete than Mark, Matthew, or John. Is that true or false? I'm going to put anybody wants to say true or false. Does the book of Luke give the most complete account of Christ's ancestry, birth, and development? According to the reading, that is, anybody wants to say? That is true. True. What is the best explanation why Jesus is called the Son of Man? 
What is the best explanation why Jesus? Uh oh, somebody's somebody's home. What is the best explanation why Jesus is called the Son of Man? Somebody's phone. Jesus fulfilled, these are the choices. Jesus fulfilled the Greek ideal of human perfection. Jesus came from the line of David. Jesus, oh, somebody's phone. Jesus, somebody's phone. Somebody get your phone. Jesus identifies with the sorrow and plight of sinful man. What is the best explanation why Jesus is called the Son of Man according to the book of Luke? Jesus fulfills the Greek ideal of human perfection. Jesus came from the line of David, where Jesus identifies with the sorrow and plight of a sinful man. Anybody? Okay, Jesus identifies with the sorrow and plight of sinful man. That was that. That's that's basically what Luke, uh, the whole book of Luke, talks about. It's the humanistic part of Jesus, how he identifies with the sorrow and plight of sinful man. All right, what is the key chapter in the Gospel of Luke? We did that tonight. I think that was Luke 15, and Luke 15 is correct. Right, like I said, I'm doing these these lessons because this is a Bible Institute I did buy, and, and at some point, um, it will be up and running. I, I think it's critical anybody buys a Bible school that they take the classes themselves. I had many ministers call me, well, can I get that Bible Institute? And I said, well, why don't you take a course or two with me to see if, you know, I, mean, I, I, I got a background in theology. Look, take a class and cut it out. So, you know, that's what I'm doing here. I'm taking my own classes because before you teach anything, you need to be able to understand it yourself. I don't care how many I, I've got. I don't need the certificate. I got degrees. I got two masters. I am not. I am happily taking my certification, doing my classes here, and I get my own certificate. And I thank God for Him putting that this nice man, PhD, a theol, a minister, that offered me the opportunity. And once I get through my own program, I'll be able to go out to churches and and different places and offer the curriculum to the church. Well, I can't offer no curriculum unless I know it. (laughs) Okay, so what parable did Jesus use to explain the crux that God, through Christ, came to seek and to save the Lord? What parable did Jesus use to explain the crux that God, through Christ, came to seek and to save the Lord? Was it the parable of the menace? Was it the parable of the lost coin? Was it the parable of the persistent widow? Or was it the parable of the fig tree? I think it was the parable of the minas because I said I wanted to, in fact, I wanted to read about it myself. Um, I'm going to read about that. So that, uh uh-oh. Oh, wait a minute. No answer given. Go back. All right. I think the parable of the minas is what I said. Let's see. Of the minas or minas. What parable did Jesus use to explain? That's wrong. So that's not the parable of the minas. What parable did Jesus use to explain the crux that God through Christ came to seek and to save the lost? 
right. In other words, what story did he use to, you know, to teach that God came through Christ to save the lost? It's not the parable of the meanest. Is it the parable of the fig tree, or is it the parable of the persistent widow, or is it the parable all of the lost king, of the lost coin? I think it's the parable of the lost coin. Yes, it is. It's the parable of the lost coin. Okay. What was Luke writing when he composed his gospel? What was Luke writing? Oh, no. Who was Luke writing? And I remember his best friend was Theophilus. So I'm going to put Theophilus. Theophilus is correct. Okay. The Gospel of Luke was inspired and written according to divine design and schedule, true or false. Anybody? I don't put people to sleep. You know, my it's 2.30. I know people are tired. Um, I know people are tired. All right, uh, let's see, we just got a few more. And that was the Gospel of Luke was inspired and written according to divine design and schedule. Uh, Luke was born of Roman parents, a heritage that made him probably the only Gentile writer of the New Testament. True or false? Oops, it's not true. Right, he was not born of... Roman parents. He was born of Greek parents, so that is false. Okay, the genealogy of Jesus in the Gospel of Luke is Joseph's family true. That's easy. That is false. Again, the genealogy of Jesus. Remember, we we looked at the genealogy is discussed in each one of those um, Luke. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and in Luke, the genealogy is through Mary. No, was it Mary? Yeah. Right, Luke does it through Mary. So this says the genealogy of Jesus in the Gospel of Luke is Joseph's family tree. That has to be false. False is correct. The genealogy of Jesus in the Gospel of Luke is Mary's family tree. The prominent idea in the Gospel of Luke is law, glory, power, or grace. Anybody? The prominent, excellent mother, the prominent idea in the Gospel of Luke is grace. Your grace is sufficient. Grace is correct. That is the main idea, grace. It is called the Song of Mary. Ave Maria, Magnifica, Nunc Dimittis, Glorious, Excellius. I would have to go with Ave Maria. No, that's wrong. So it has to be Magnificat? Yes, Magnificat. Okay. The angels sang this song when Jesus Christ was born. Nunc Dimittis, Glorious, Excellius, Benedictus, Magnificat. I have to go with Glorious. Yes, glorious id excelsis. Oh, boy. All right, that's it. Was that question? That's it, that's it, that's it. Father God, we just thank you for this time that we had together. God, we thank you for edification in the Word of God, a better understanding about the book of Luke. 
better clarity, uh, not better, clarity on the purpose of the book of Luke of showing Jesus as the son of man, showing Jesus as a very humane person, showing Jesus a key area as grace. God, we thank you and we praise you. Your word tells us, God, that your grace is sufficient for us. God, I ask you for everybody going through something, and I know that devil is coming after God's people. God, let them stand on the fact that your grace is sufficient for us and that in God's time, if you just stand on faith, you will see the day that your enemies are your footstool, that things yes. are going to turn around. Turn around. Turn around, turn around, turn around. They're going to make Hallelujah. a U-turn. <laughs> and God's oh, people are going to be wiser than they've ever been before. They're going to be Thank more you. mature than they've ever been before. Thank you. And we can turn this earth, put this earth the way, way God created it to be, a place full of love, passion, goodwill, good health, peace, and prosperity. And we will grow in God's word and that God, that great things. We bind that demon spirit controlling this earth, God. We bind up that spirit of infestations. We bind up that spirit of poverty. We bind up that spirit of greed. Step on the next one to move up ahead. We bind that demon, that demon spirit up of oppression. Judges, we bind that spirit of judges watching crimes, watching iniquity, just horrific things, and, and, and putting it in their head that they are exempt. God, we bind that spirit up. We bind up that spirit of hatred. We bind up every trap of Satan. We bind up every ploy, everything that's put out here to reverse what God has created this earth for. And we thank you and we praise you, Heavenly Father, that you are each and every person you put on this earth that's doing the work you created them for, that's working towards righteousness, peace, that's working toward bringing down the corruption, God, we thank you for them, and we ask you, God, to cover them. Give them the health they need to continue to do you, to work for you, God. Give them the finances they need, God, to do great things for you. God, we thank you, we praise you, and we exalt your name. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You guys, wow, it's too... So yeah, any okay. I'm I'm taping. I'm taping. I'm taping. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, what do you guys think? God bless Luke and praise God for Jesus. Amen. 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 Anything you learn about Luke? In particular, that stood out. I know for me, um. I knew he was a physician. Uh, I didn't know that he was uh, a historian, too. Um, I didn't understand how, you know, I got a better understanding how he portrayed God as more of a humanistic person than the other um, presentations. And um, I just thank God for the grace 
portion where they Luke emphasized, you know, that um, a great part of Jesus' ministry was focused on um, teaching people to have grace. And I needed to see that because all the time we don't have grace. You get you get sick of this corruption, and you lose your grace sometimes. And you really want to <laughs> do things differently. But it, it it put me back in in in, my, in line with what God's work is all about, and grace is greatly needed because you can uh, definitely uh, lose it when you see this. Right. So any any other comments? Mary House, Georgia. Georgia, beautiful girl. Do you know I was out on the porch earlier tonight and there were insects flying around the light. Cause we, there, were, there was what? There were insects flying around the light bulb on the porch. Oh. So I it's, don't know, you know, when we put that light bulb on the porch, we usually use a, a a light bulb that's you know no bugs light bulb. Mm-hmm. It's got that that yellow light, but uh, it was time to change the light bulb. And and uh, my grandson said, "Well, that light bulb is going to draw bugs." I said, "Well, there aren't any bugs. It's winter, so we can use a regular light bulb." But tonight there were about five or six bugs, count flies and stuff. So I don't know what that means uh, because it seems like it's cold enough for them to go away. I know. I was going to say, you guys must have good weather over there then for you to have um, bugs because I would assume, and I know New York, we got snow over here. Well, it's not a, not a bug in sight. how things in Georgia, I thought of that. I thought of how warm it is. Oh, girl, I said, I know these people can't wait till this good weather comes, girl. Oh, because this has been a long winter. I mean, it it just slows you down. You know, you just can't do so much, you know. Yeah, y'all have had a really bad winter up there in New York. We sitting here with about 10 inches of snow on the ground. Right now. (laughs) Yeah. Then you got to fight with parking in the midst of all that snow. So that kind of slowed me down because you know I I used to love to get to the gym, but now I gotta I gotta be more worried about where am I gonna park. Of course. Yeah. The other day I um I had to park the car and take a taxi to my mother's house. Mm. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in New York. How's your mother doing? Huh? How's your mom doing? Mom is okay. She she try to hang in here with me. She fall. She needs to get to sleep. We got to get up early. And oh, um, y'all gonna go someplace? Yeah, I um yeah. If you got the invite, make sure you look at this lawsuit, girl. Girl, I didn't even have five hundred miles on the car. You know, God had finally blessed me. We suffered quite a few years um, without a car. You know, but um, I, I, you know, I prayed on it and God came through. So I did get me a little 2015. I got a um, Chrysler. Girl, not even 500 miles. And they, girl, girl, they created a judgment. 
not even one, five. They said I had five judgments from 2006. Mind you, you cannot register a car if you have a judgment. You cannot have insurance, okay? They make you parking violations, make you pay all of that. Right. So I had none of this, okay? But, honey, they created it, and, and God just led me. I found so much. It was so corrupt. Girl, the... the so you the, saying this judgment is a lie? It was $1,200, girl. They they extorted $1,200 out of me. Girl, take a look. I, I know you don't like some of the stuff because it's too long, but take a look at the invite. On my invite, I got that lawsuit there, girl. It, it's amazing. The deputy commissioner, girl, she she's not even a registered attorney. The person running the extortion program, she's not. Girl, she went to secretarial school, Drake. These people are just crazy. That's all I can tell you. Your New York I mean, is so corrupt. Girl, I mean, when you, when you have a deputy commissioner that's considered general counselor, she doesn't even have – uh, she's not even a real attorney. The attorney, the uh, uh, the the extortion program attorney. She's she's a secretary. I mean, how much more corrupt can you get? But if you once you study these Satanists, you see how they operate. Certain things they can't do. There's always going to be. They don't have. They they don't have authority. That's their key thing. They always operate off a of default authority. So to me. Right. Whenever you get any situation with these people, all you have to start looking at is authentication, making them authenticate whatever it is they do, whether it's an affidavit, whether it's wherever the authority is supposed to be. That's all you got to go to to see that it, that this is nothing but a demon program. A demon pro. But see, you can't get twelve hundred dollars out of me and be running this off of fraud. Okay. So that's why in that in that link I asked for people to pray over that lawsuit cuz I'm back in federal court. So you paid them the $1200, but now I couldn't get, they would have kept my new car. But it right, they would have kept it and then I would have had to pay uh storage at $25 a day plus the 1200. So you have to pay it and sue them later. And then they know it. It's only if you know how to. So they're doing this to a lot of poor people. And if you don't know how to sue, girl, they just took your money. And if you don't have it, that would be my new car, right? Plus, you know, of course, you got to pay the car note plus the insurance. You know, it's it's a scam. It's it's a, it's a, it's a plan to truly keep people homeless, homeless. Girl, they're taking fraudulent judgments and, and pulling people out their house. Okay. People don't know. Challenge the judgment, the, the authority. Challenge, is it signed? Does it have a seal? Is it from the courts? Was it one of their homemade induced poverty weapons? Because that's what they got, homemade induced poverty. If that thing don't have a seal, it's not from the court, and it's not signed by a judge, You've just been had. And what's that? They don't put people out their house with that type of nonsense. Yeah. They've made people homeless behind this fraud. This fraud is no joke. This demon spirit here, a fraud, induced oppression, this is no joke. And those people who are not well-versed in law, oh, my God, girl, it's just, it's horrible. 
So you found out that they're supposed to be lawyer that woman's supposed to be a lawyer and she's not. Correct. What None did y'all description for her position say? A girl, this woman was deputy commissioner. I just went on to the website, um, New York State Attorney Registrations, and all I know is if it doesn't say current, she doesn't belong in there. You cannot be general counselor, deputy commissioner, and, and it said under registration status, uh, it's due uh, upon next birthday. Girl, I knew the demons were, I knew it was a fraud right there. I'll cut it. I went to regular uh, lawyer, look up the uh, registration status, everything say current. Either, either it's current or it's not. So when you have due upon next birthday, this is fraud. She has no business being there as general counselor, deputy commissioner. <laughs> Girl, check out. It's, I, that's one of my exhibits. Check out the exhibits in my lawsuit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Mary. Then they had on the judgment, they had um, attorney for judgment. Girl, that's when I knew I had been had. Attorney for judgment. Attorney for judgment? It doesn't work that way. Either the attorney for the corporation, the facility, the a- there is no such thing. I said, I knew. I said, let me look up this one's name. Girl, I went to the attorney registration website. It's, I said, what law school is it? Wait a minute. 1988, Drake. Girl, Drake ain't nothing but a secretarial school. Oh, my God. I was like, My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Girl, you got them. Girl, you know, I was like, I said, you know, I did, and I sent this to the governor's office, everywhere, everybody, because, you know, you can't, you just can't continue this. Wow. And especially with that, um, the deputy uh, commissioner, what, what do you mean your registration is due upon next birthday? Anything other than current means she's not qualified. If your registration's not current... For a certain amount, or are you doing a class action for everybody's money? I'm doing. That's what they asked me when I went there. Are you doing a class? I said, this is first time I got to take care of me first. Okay, I need my twelve hundred back. I need my twelve hundred back, and then you know the attorney general. I'm I'm not getting paid to take on that. And you know, class actions don't pay nobody but the lawyer. They want to keep you down. Well, let me ask you something. Why didn't you get uh, at least? Three thousand. I didn't get anything yet. I just got in court. Did you make a demand for three thousand? I put a claim in with the. Uh, you have to put a claim in with the comptroller's office, and then I went to and then I went to federal court and I filed. And federal court is so corrupt. I have to go back tomorrow because they didn't stamp my, you know, my affidavit. Just a few things. There's a lot of trouble. There's some. Te- they they try to block me. Wait a minute, I had to say to the woman, I went there with my federal suit, girl, I had my table of contents, everything ready, because I am not the one to be played with, and that's why I take my time and do my paperwork tight. So I had a table of contents, it was a proposed order to show cause, a verified, a verified complaint, my verification was next, and it said uh, index of exhibits, then I had my exhibits, and then I had my certificate of mailing. I know what I'm doing. So she, she, she comes up, could you tell me what exact? I said, no, ma'am, I put too much time in putting, ma'am, do you, did you see my work? I said, no, you have to read it. I'm not here to prove nothing to you. 
Well, could you tell me what you do? Here. I said, you have to read it. I said, I, my property, my money has been extorted, and my property has been seized, and I've had no due process. That's all I'm telling you. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. So it's civil rights. I said, you figure it out. You know, but, yeah, I mean, girl, this is no, but I know this is an assignment because if you don't know the law, Mary, they're destroying people out here. Girl, New it, York is something, honey. Girl, this is, when I saw that, I said, oh, my goodness. Girl, they got, when I saw this, this woman had her name, attorney for a judgment. A judgment uh-huh. I never heard of, a judgment I never got notice of, and now you the attorney. I've never heard of attorney for judgment. Some said just go on to the, regi- the attorney registration files from New York State and look her up. So I looked that fool up and said law school, Drake. Girl, Drake girl these Drake. people are mm-hmm. swindlers, and they are lawless. And they girl, I t- mm-hmm. Their main problem is, Miriam, this is the main problem I have with them. They are either very stupid or they think we are. It's one or the other. No, well, I tell you, Mary, what it is. They are more fearful of our God-given skills than anything else. They are not afraid of 10 degrees, okay, because they can buy degrees. Okay, they're not afraid of degrees. They are not afraid of anything material or world. I think these are highly incompetent people. That have made a pact with Satan for worldly uh, riches in exchange, and their biggest threat is not a well-educated person, but it's a person using their God-given skills. Girl, all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why God's people are so beat down. Girl, they do anything. They, you know, they just beat them up. Because they don't want them to be in touch with their God-given skills. They want them so worried, always worried. Always, you know, they can't use, you can't use no skills that God gives you if you, you know. So that's really why. They are petrified. I believe, you know, because you know, God has each one of us with these special skills. And they are just petrified. All it takes is one, God, one of God's people, girl, that's going to come up with um, the design to uh, bust up an implant. Sure, the thing is to disable to disable a chip. God, people have more than just God-given skills. I think we have the mind of Christ. The Bible speaks of the mind of Christ. You know, Satan is scared of the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. He can't touch it. And the thing mm-hmm. is that <clears throat> Christians, uh, uh, what we need most is. To under, we need the peace of God that passes all understanding. It's just like a plane that's taken off, and 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 uh, you know it can be turbulent when you first taken off, especially if the weather is messed up on the ground. But girl, we've got to learn to fly above the storm. Mm-hmm. I, I was in so much turbulence uh, a number of years ago that God fixed us so that. All humans he picks like this, so that after a while, you get used to the damn stuff, and you say, oh, I just can't deal with any more stress. I decided not to internalize any more stress. That's when you are above the clouds, and you're not bothered by the weather closer to the Earth's atmosphere. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you've been on a plane and it goes above the clouds. Right. It's raining and maybe you be getting air pockets if you were underneath the clouds, but once you get up there above the clouds, there is no weather. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is a person who's got the peace that surpasses all understanding, they're up there above the clouds. Right. Um, and it's always smooth up there above that. Right. So, you know, right. it's just a little bit rough on the takeoff, but, mm-hmm. honey, once we once we clear our minds and just look at this shit, God will reveal to us exactly. what it is we need to know. The thing is, if you had been all stressed out looking at that, you may not have even caught those things. But you looked at it, and you were above the clouds sitting in the peace of God, and you were able to read that thing, and you're reading it by error, and you found them. And I give well, you, you know, and I, I at this point in the game, these these demons done, you know, did so much. I kind of just know where I know anything to do with authentication, authority. Um, that that's where they that's 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 what they can't do. Even you know, oath of office. Girl, you can't. They they made a, a oath with Satan. None of them got an oath of office. Girl, they sent the police after me. I, I requested the New York State Chief Judge oath of office, which we're entitled to have as public record. Girl, they sent the police to my house. So I knew I was on point. They was like, oh, my God, she's exposing us. You can't make no oath with nobody. No, you can't take no oath. None of that. Your oath is with the devil. So I've been so beat down, girl. I, honey, that spirit of God said, girl, check out. No, no, you got to stand up, mom. That spirit of God said, girl, go right to the attorney registration files. And anybody, I'm telling you, them, 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 them demons over there, because uh, when I was looking up, um, wait, when I was looking up, I know, mommy, I'm not. When I was looking up uh, prayers for uh, judicial corruption and court corruption, it took me to DeKalb County, uh, Georgia, you know. So I knew <laughs> that they got it right there. But Wait a minute, now, what did you know, say, sweetie? Tell me that again. When I was looking up, um, I got you, Mom. Okay. When I was looking up um, prayers for uh, court corruption, things like that, girl, they had a, 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 the, a whole posse from DeKalb County uh, pastors praying, uh, praying against court corruption. Wow. Yeah. So I knew that stuff was big out there. But, you, yeah, you need to just familiarize yourself, Mary. Hold it up. No, I just put this. It's clean. Oh, okay. Um, You need to, yeah, go go on to Georgia. Um, uh, No, 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 Mommy. Leave, this, leave the pajama. I just put game. The pajama's good, Mommy. I took it off. You don't need to take this off. Okay, thank you. Okay. But yeah, uh, Georgia attorney registration. Yeah, look them all up, honey. Especially the new, if you got a new judge or something coming in there, girl, he might be part of this posse. Mm-mm. And and you know, they don't they don't you know you, you you all you know is like if it was me or you, if that thing say anything other than current, you know you're dealing with fraud. Okay, registration's supposed to be current. Period. Ain't no due upon next birthday, 20, you know, none of that nonsense. 
Girl, girl. And it'll tell you what law school they went to. So it's always good. Mm-mm-mm. Look up, and and the spirit of discernment will tell you too. You you you'll know, Mary. I've been I work with you enough to know you will know when you're dealing with a fraud. You'll be like, dog, on it. Look at this one, because that's what they're doing a lot now, sending in. Uh, you know what God tells me, step by step. I don't know stuff sometimes, and I'm doing it, and then I find out later why He told me to do it a certain way. Now, you're telling me stuff that I really didn't know. I really wouldn't have known to look into that. It, as much as I've dealt with these corrupt people, I wouldn't even have thought of them faking a law degree. Oh, and God. I'm saying, is, oh. I'm saying that God is showing me this stuff for a purpose. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, honey. You make sure you keep that uh, Georgia Attorney Registration uh, website right there. Get that lawyer's name, alleged lawyer's name, honey, and just put in the papers. And no matter, it's one thing about these demons. They could try to make it, you will know, a fraud is a fraud is a fraud. And you'll be able to tell, and look them up for judges, too, because they got to be in that re- attorney registration, too. They're putting in a lot of fraudulent judges. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to start getting the um, doctors to uh, registration. I don't. I didn't get that website yet. Yeah, you got to start looking them up too. Girl, these people are corrupt. Yeah, yeah beyond imaginable. That man, uh, my friend, who named his radio shows and his project he was working on, Lawless America. That is absolutely where we live. Yeah, how is he doing? From Lawless America, is that ever been the documentary? Bill Winter. Right, how's he doing? They put him in jail for a while. But I heard he was out. That poor man never been to jail, girl. They turned that man into a... Mm. And, it's, you know, we tried to come to him and telling him about, you know, the T.I. program. He's, oh, I never heard of that stuff. And he should have been listening carefully. He would have been able to deal with what they were doing with him a little better. But, I mean, you can't, I ain't trying to justify nobody being put in this program. The thing is, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Bill Windsor, you know, is when it's all said and done, he's a privileged white man. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. always had money. His daddy ran a television station, ABC. Right. And uh, so, you know, they come in. He's a wonderful person. I love Bill Windsor, okay? He is a wonderful person. He is just as easy to meet as I don't know what. He loves people. and uh, But what I'm saying is that privileged white background that he came from makes mm-hmm. it impossible for him to accept advice, especially from black women. Right. He just, he just didn't listen. I told him. I tried to tell him that Bill... These people, you getting off track, uh, trying to trying to make your stalkers stop stalking you. 
They got you prosecuting little low-level stalkers and chasing them around like a dog chasing after a bone when you are uh, you are abandoning your your project, which is your purpose. Wow. Yeah, but, you know, I, I knew the way... Um, that movie should have been made two years. It should have been made before the mm-hmm. 2012 election. That should have been his his goal. I'm going to get this out and all the way in the public before the 2012 elections. None of these jokers are going to be reelected. Instead of that, that was not his purpose. I don't know what kind of deadline he had. Bill Windsor thought that he was working on something so tremendous. He literally was so out of sync with what was happening that he expected the media companies to be clamoring to interview him. I said, Bill, these people don't want the things that you are reporting to be reported. They're not going to help you report how corrupt this country is, the government owns the media companies. So forget that. You know, he was looking for applause by by the public and by these media companies to help him find his own system internet. And then he was looking for wealthy, really wealthy people to help finance what he wanted to do. He just wanted to get everything on film and then maybe a big Movie company or something bad from it. Those mm-hmm. people all sold out. Mm. I think wow. it was something like that. And the thing is, they sent him stalkers, and he was so insulted at these people uh, scandalizing his name, lying on him, and following <laughs> him, and trying to. He couldn't even believe it. You should see New York, though. Thank God we, we have one. I just read a U.S. attorney is um is is investigating the court uh, corruption crimes and whatnot. Girl, you could just look at his face. He can't even phantom. He can't even phantom the magnitude of corruption. He can't even phantom because unless you've been in this. And once you know how they kill people and they, they eugenics, you know what I'm saying? We, we we already know how they operate. But you say he's a U.S. attorney. You yeah we yeah finally one you could um uh yeah they're looking up into looking into the court corruption. I said I hope he's you know they don't paralyze him. Well, listen, Miriam. Uh huh. First of all, first of all. Uh, Marty, if, if he's from the U.S. Department of Justice, he's from one of the most corrupt organizations, a gangster organization. No, this one's uh, it's from the, the New York office, and he's in the newspaper doing investigations. But he's young. That's the only thing. He, he's about, he was born in 68, so he's a little younger than me. You know he, who he'll go after? He'll go after whoever they want him to, and he'll come out with the facts and put one or two people in jail. He got a big name for himself. But really, it'd be people that they're upset with for another reason. 
Four, forty. How many presidents is uh, Obama on now? Is that correct? Let's see. Attorney General. No, no. Because most attorneys didn't Janet Reno finish her term. Uh, did she? You know, I don't know if she finished her term. Most of them do not. That's what I'm saying. I'm shocked to hear that. We've I'm shocked. 82 attorney generals, and we've mm-hmm. only had 40-something presidents. Now, doesn't that tell you every president usually has at least two attorney generals? I mean, it's not unusual at all for them to get let go. Really? We've had, he was the 82nd Attorney General, and how many presidents have we had? Mm. Wow. Well, I didn't realize that. Well, I thought they ran him out because he wanted to take a stand on the police beating up all them black boys. And they said, Negro, you will not be taking a stand on our watch. Mm-mm. On our watch. While we pay you. What number president is Obama? He's just, that's what I thought, he's the 44th. So we've had almost twice as many attorney generals as we've had president. Now, you want to look up Reno, you say? Yeah. What's up, person? I, I, I haven't heard of any um, attorney general leaving before their time. So, I mean, that was just a shocker to me. They always leave before their time. Um, well, for, why, why, though? Why take the position if you're going to lose early? Well, they're going to have to be the fall guy for so much stuff that the presidents want done. Nobody got to leave when they do a lot of bad stuff. What what do you you think of Loretta Lynch? They got a new one in there. What is Attorney General Reno's first name? Janet. What? Janet Reno. He was the Attorney General during the Clinton administration. Right. Now, she stayed, I think. Yeah, she stayed both terms. Uh, yes, she did stay both terms. That is highly unusual. The one who was, the folks who were Attorney Generals under George Bush, George Bush, the second judge, which had three different ones in four years. Oh, please. I can understand that. Anybody in their right mind who want to work under that demon? Two different ones. It may have been three. Shoot. I remember one. One crowd was crying. He got blacklisted behind leaving there. I remember that. That nobody gives him a job. We were like, well, welcome to welcome to what they do, baby. You should have been investigating when so many people were writing you telling you they were doing that. So God got a way of turning things around, honey. 
I don't know what made these people think that this couldn't happen to them. Hmm. Look at now, Attorney General Bush had. Bush had Elite. He had McCasey. And he had Kessler. Uh, now, this is all from 2007, 8, 9. In three years, in just three years, he had Gonzalez, Clement, Kessler, McCasey, and Philippe. And he had five attorney generals in just two years. That tells you how corrupt he was. That was Bush. That was the last Bush. So anybody got some sense? Don't want no, he didn't that. have Philippe. What is this about? Philippe was the acting attorney general for Obama until Holder took over. But uh, so George Bush had, in all, the last George Bush had, he had Holder. Did you know? Holder worked for George Bush as Attorney General. He worked for George Bush as Attorney General, acting Attorney General, until they could get Ashcroft in there. Who Holder? Holder. Oh, he was he was acting. He was an acting Attorney General for a month, well, less than a month, until they could get Ashcroft in there. But George Bush, George Bush. Well, I heard he was dirty. Well, listen to how many attorney general George Bush had. He had Holder, Ashcroft, Gonzalez. Gonzalez almost went to jail. Clement, Keisler, and McCasey. The man had one, two, three, six attorney generals. What did you say, dear? Sorry. Hello? He has six attorney generals. Who's who's that, Bush? Yeah. That's a lot of corruption. His his daddy only had one. That's a lot of corruption, baby. Oh, yeah. His daddy only had one. But actually, his daddy had two. But one of them seemed like he'd been there. He was left over from the Ronald Reagan administration. And uh, they kept him. And then he left and he got William Barr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Carter had two. Jimmy? And he didn't serve but one administration. But he had two different attorney generals. Wow. Is he still alive? Oh, Jimmy Carter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he out there by you? Yeah. He is in Georgia. Yeah, he lives in Plains, Georgia, isn't it? And the Carter Center is right downtown. Did you go oh. to the Carter Center when you came here? Did you go to the Carter Center? Mm -hmm. 
Nah, I went to um, the Martin Luther King. That beautiful thing from Martin Luther King, the museum, that was nice. If you were at the Martin Luther King Center, you were almost walking distance from the Carter Center. And oh. I'm saying you were almost walking distance. It, oh. When are you coming to New York to come to the Schomburg? We got the Black History uh, Museum. Awesome. And they got so many events for Black History Month. Oh, I bet. Yeah. The Schomburg Museum. Awesome. You know, I'm going to send you something right now. Girl, we went to um, Soul Opera. I enjoyed that thing so much, girl. Soul Opera. Black folks in opera. That thing was nice. Oh, I love it. You know who I love? Y'all Harlem dance. The Harlem dance. The Harlem dance theater. Oh, yeah, they're good, too. Mm-hmm. I love them. I think they are so special. Great people. They can really dance. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can really dance. Mm-hmm. They can. Those people are something else. Well, listen, you know, those are documents, your court documents. If you want me to publish them, I will. Yes, because I see the judge. I'm going to have to put, I see already what's happening. They do their best to deny due process. Are you at ncglobal.net? But, you know, I did it as an order to show court. So wait until... This week, I gotta what's, see. What's your What's your email address? What's your first first word? I'm, you don't know my email, Mary. M I R I. It's what? M I R I. Okay, I got it. And and so I'm gonna. Uh, do you get fatal attraction over there? Do I what? Do you get fatal attraction on TV One? What is fatal attraction? Oh, this show. Girl, this transgender. They don't. Girl, somebody stabbed stabbed that child, kills her. Okay. I don't know what makes a transgender think, or for that matter, anybody. Think you can sit up and go meet these men yeah. mm-hmm. on the internet, girl, and knowing you got to, excuse my French, but you got a penis down there, but you coming over like a woman. Well, let's feel that fool. That's that trickery devil. Yeah. What would make them go to the person's house? <laughs> so, unfortunately, they're dead here. Stabbed them 40 times. I mean, you you just have to be, you know. Like you said, it's a trickery devil. Mm-hmm. I mean, girl came on to these uh, and a bunch of white boys. They killed her. She took on a what? She, mm-hmm. It's a true story. 
Now, how's your mommy, Mary? She's doing pretty well. You know, um, they got some planes that they fly over in the house all the time, and they stand around my house from way up in the sky all night long. I think they're shooting us with something. Mm. Have you seen those planes that try to disguise themselves as stars? Uh, I've heard about them. Quite a few PIs talk about, you know, the planes that come around now. Okay. What are they doing? What do the people say about them? That they're um, chemtrails. Spraying chemtrails. I ain't talking about the chemtrail planes, honey. I know about them. These planes I'm talking about, they got a big white light in the center. They got a red light on the right wing and a blue light on the left wing. So they're red, white, and blue. And, girl, they be lined up in the night uh, light in 12 deep. It'd be at least 12 of them. And they just fly one after another like birds following each other. And, um, and they can also ascend so high in the sky Mm. That if you weren't really paying attention, you'd think they were stars because they turn out that blue light and red light, and all you see is white light. <coughs> you, you may not know about it yet, but just watch out for them. And, really? Uh, so these are not chemtrails. These are not. They're not. Are they spraying stuff? They're not. They're not trying to draw attention to themselves, spraying stuff. No. The only person, the only person I know that knows about them is is Leona Brando. Leona Brando asked me about them. She said, "Mary, she said, have you ever seen these planes with the great big light? It's like a spotlight in the center." I said, "Yes, I have." I said, "You're the first person who ever." Mention them to me. She said one flew right. She's in a high rise in Jersey or New York, one someplace. And uh, mm-hmm. she said one flew right outside of her window and just stood still, almost shining a bright light in her apartment. Mm-hmm. I said they must be surveillance planes then. But everything these people have. Uh, they can load weaponry on it. You know and I know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they're doing, but just remember I told you about them. Okay. I'm definitely look out and see who it... I guess in New York it's too crowded. Huh. Are they keeping him off? I'm not making money. I'm going to on the other side. Hello, other ladies. Hello, other sisters in Christ. (laughs) 
No, I, I don't. I, you know. I want you to know that my brother that we prayed for that night is so much better. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, I thank God for that. Girl, we prayed for this other sister. I was so happy. Girl, she she's doing so much better. Well, I think we need to pray for Bill Windsor, that God will, you know, clear his mind and let him see that what he's concentrating on are nothing but distractions. Mm. I'm on the phone. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. We do have to pray for Windsor. But he, he is out of jail, right? Yes. Okay. And he was right, so he never picked back up, like, on his documentary? Uh, Bill, I don't know what he's into now. It said Bill Windsor has filed a supplement to his appellate brief regarding his illegal detention. Oh, that's what they did. Yeah, they diverted his attention. Right. That's what they did. His attention is completely diverted from getting that film out. Uh, And they keep his Mary, come on now. Somebody put you in jail. Girl, you're going to spend all your time getting them back, too. But his his attention was diverted long before that. Yeah, Yeah, they they were. They were. See, Bill started having his teeth done while he was out on the road. And I warned him mm-hmm. about the chip. Yeah, yeah, they got the dentist then to do something. Yeah. No, Mommy, that doesn't go on that. Mm-mm. That'll make it work. And one while, whenever he wrote while he was out on the road, really busy, working on a documentary, now and then he would tell us about these illnesses that he would get. For the shoulder. Go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So, what are we going to do? We got to get him back on. Well, I mean, you know what? Actually, he needs help with some, somebody. He's probably fighting so much corruption. Girl, I hate to say because we're black people, a lot of corruption's worse. Is he in a black town? I know that he was trying to sell down out west. He was. Are you there? Can you hear me? I couldn't hear you for a while. Oh, okay. Let me check your phone. So he was one. My head is getting heavy. I'm, I'm barely holding it up anymore, Mary. You know, I've been missing you and didn't even know it. <laughs> Honestly, I just, you know, I know that we're all sleepy, but I just love uh, hearing your voice and uh, talking to you. And I have been missing you and didn't even know that I was missing that Miriam. Well, I am so glad to hear from you, too. Well, you call me sometime. Call me to, try to call me tomorrow. Okay, when you coming to New York? uh, Girl, you know I ain't coming to New York. Look. (laughs) 
You're what right. you got against, wait a minute, what you got against New York? Girl, New York is is it's like a foreign country to me. Those people are bad in New York. They worse than these people in Georgia. Nah, girl, they they pretty bad over there where you at too. They ain't bad as those New York folks. Those New York people are crazy. All of them on steroids, ain't they? <laughs> those new that NYPG is a hell of a thing. Yeah, those they are crazy as fuck. As goodness, and then they getting machine guns. They fixing to equip New York police with machine guns for y'all butts. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, girl, New York is really horrible. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.